Hello, hello, hello. It is your girl, Rachel Real, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast and um, is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship. You're confused. You might not know if you're in one or not. I come to you with videos and um, I have my podcast on Spotify. Again, just doing my due diligence to make sure I'm giving back to the community of reason awareness um, about this personality disorder. It's very confusing. It can be, it's very toxic. Um, I just want to let you know you ain't crazy because that was one of the things and the challenges that I had just, just questioning myself over and over again when I went through what I went through. So needless to say, I survived it. I did my work. And if I did it, you can do, you can do it too. There's so many people who have found themselves in these toxic relationships and you really don't understand exactly what it is you're going through. So I've joined the community with other content creators who are raising awareness um, about this personality disorder. So I'm sharing my experiences, the experiences of others. Um, There are times when I come across certain questions that I feel that are good questions that other people might have as well and speak about them. I will also sometimes just speak on topics that I feel that people are questioning and just need that validation, the validation that you're not going to get from the narcissist and anybody who's dealing with narcissistic abuse. I know that it is very helpful when you can hear from somebody who's gone through it too, so that you don't think you're losing your freaking mind. You know, that's what this, my videos are about. That's what my podcast is about. Just to make sure you understand that what you're feeling is very real. If you, if it's something you have to question, you obviously know that there is an issue and nine times out of 10, you know, you need some kind of validation so that you don't think you're crazy. You're like, I know somebody has gone through this stuff, you know, and I know when I was going through it, there weren't a lot of, um, I didn't find a lot of resources out there where I could actually hear from somebody with some real talk, you know, somebody who's hitting those points, touching those points that resonated with me to say, hey, you know what? That's what I'm talking about. They get it. They get it. So long and short enough of that, I am a life coach. My specialty is focusing on relationship mediation. I'm not a therapist, a counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist, or anything of the like. I come to you with real talk about my experiences, the experiences of some other people. Um, You can chew the chicken and spit the bone out. You know, some things might resonate with you. Some things may not, you know, but there is somebody out there who can find who I know will find value in this information. And God has laid it on my heart to make sure that I'm giving back. So, yes, I take the time out to come here to give you information so that you can understand you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Pick yourself up. You have the strength. You can fight this. You can get out of this. And whether it's a man or a woman, you can get out of a toxic relationship. You can avoid from getting into them. Again, you know, once you've learned a lot of the things that you need to know, and that's the only way that you can really get out of a narcissistic relationship is by educating yourself. You have to know exactly what you're dealing with because it's such a confusing personality because these people look just like me and you. 
You know, they can be loving, they can be caring, they can just do everything. You know, they can mirror you, emulate you, just do all the things that you're doing and give it right back to you. And then they flip and you're like, what happened to the person that I fell in love with? And it happens over and over and over again. So yes, I've dedicated a portion of my life to make sure I show up and talk about this personality disorder, the experience that I had, um, that I went through and thank God I was able to forgive forgive myself, forgive my abuser, forgive, um, and just focus on myself to make sure that I'm healthy, that I am, you know, I've cleansed myself out of, with all of those toxins, cleanse myself from the toxins that comes from that situation. It's almost like you got to go into a detox to just get rid of that kind of stuff. And then trust me, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I promise you that if you put the work in, once you've come to grips or come to reality that you might be involved well hopefully you know for a fact whether or not you are involved with a narcissist you know do your research check the boxes don't make excuses I say it all the time in my um, videos or podcasts they will show you people will show you who they are you just got to believe them and not make excuses for it you know I do my videos I do my walk and talks I'm very informal I just want to make sure you're getting this information. So I come by, try to not stay too long, but just drop some nuggets off to you so that you can kind of have something to hold on to and have some kind of validation so you're not there feeling like you're losing your freaking mind. So again, here I am to give you some information along with the other content creators out there. Listen to us. You know, again, I'm sure you're going to find somebody who resonates with you. So again, I've joined that community. So today's question is, um, uh, that came from Cora. Again, I say this in my other episodes where these, um, if anybody's not familiar with Cora, check them out. Q-U-O-R-A, Cora, Cora, however way you pronounce it. It's just a good site where, um, you can ask pretty much any kind of questions and you're going to get feedback from a lot of people who can speak on, um, on the topic based on what they've gone through that, that can encourage you. Because when you can see someone who's gone through what you're going through and they've made it out and now they're thriving and happy, I'm happier than I've ever been happier than I've ever been. Don't hate the narcissist was able to forgive, but I'm not going to be involved with them, you know, because I'm just not built like that to, to just have that radical acceptance. And that means that you just show up and you're like, look, I come to grips where I'm going to accept the toxic abuse. I'm going to accept this emotional abuse and let the narcissist do whatever they want or keep fighting with them. No, because that stuff will rub off on you and you won't be able to show up to be the great person that you are. You will begin to pick up their habits and perhaps appear to be a narcissist yourself. So it's just not worth it. You know, take your power back, count your losses and move it along. This this season here, this uh, season two, where I, that I'm in now, because again, if you go on Spotify, my season one that has 40 episodes, I talked a lot about what narcissism is and all of those types of things. It was almost like a victim mentality. You know, season two that I'm in now, which I'll do 40 episodes. I think I'm on like uh, episode probably 24, 25 with this one, where it's really about your healing. It's about finding your way, self-awareness. You know, we know what they'll do and all of those types of things, but 
my responses now is more about your healing. It's more about taking your power back, encouraging you that way. So if you still feel like you want to stay, not really stuck, but you want to learn more about it, check out You Ain't Crazy on Spotify. You will find 40 episodes over there under You Ain't Crazy. And again, move on over to season two, where you want to get a lot of accountability like hey what you going to do now about it now that you know all of that now what we're going to do so that's what we're talking about that's how my responses are going to be when I respond now to certain questions that are come about or certain topics that you might hear me speak on so today's question that I came across was does a narcissist and I'm looking over here because I'm looking at my notes does a narcissist have hobbies interests passion of their own do they have hobbies interests and passion of their own now I don't know about anybody else I can only speak for myself and for me it's interesting that that question even came in my email today because listen I always used to ask that man my ex-husband that I was married to I was with him for five years married to him I think I was married for three years before I finally was like look I really can't do this anymore. Married him two times, y'all. So I get it when you're that confused. I was dealing with some spiritual stuff. I'm like, look, I don't want another felt marriage. Gotta make this work. Gotta make this work. As I said before, I know nothing about no narcissism stuff because I ain't never come across nobody who had all them different personalities and all of that kind of stuff. And one moment you're nice, then you mean. One moment you want to make the marriage work. Then you're doing stuff against it, but you're saying you want to, but you're not doing anything to help it. It was almost like you're pushing me away. You're doing the things that you know would push me away. And guess what? You succeeded because he succeeded because that's exactly what I did. The, the final um, departure was last year. I was like, I'm done. No contact, no nothing. I can't do this, you know? So anyway, I used to ask when I was trying to make it work, I'm like, look, what are your hobbies? Because I want to support them. Let's do some of the things that you want to do. Because it was like we would always do things that I wanted to do. Whether it was hiking, going places, traveling. You know, I would schedule the vacations and things like that. I'm like, can't you schedule something? Or do you want to do something? Or do you want to like name a place where you like to go? It's not like I just felt like everything was what I wanted to do. So that was the whole love bombing thing. Because they're mirroring you. That's exactly what they're doing. They are mirroring you in the beginning, which comes across as if they're so understanding, they're kind, you know, it's your soulmate because you guys like the same thing. Not with the narcissist. That was some BS. He was all, it was all a mask. Because later it was like, we always doing what you want to do. We always going where you want to go. The only hobbies he had was watching TV. Watching TV, football. And a bunch of movies. And from what I got, and again, I can't speak for nobody else. It's my personal opinion and my perspective. Once I learned that he literally could recite lines from movies. So it's like, okay, you're looking at movies now. So you can study those people too. So you can take those same actions and say it to me or whatever, whoever the next person is or whoever he did it with before me. And I, ha- I learned that because I was watching a movie and I heard him recite some lines and I'm like, get out of here. You are learning these lines and trying that same thing. And I said, he even told me that before. 
that's what you're doing. So you really don't have no game of your own. You're just literally mimicking things that you're seeing, whether it's somebody else who did it, whether it's somebody from a TV show or whether it's from myself, you know, so back to, I'm like, what are your hobbies? Or don't you have some kind of interest in something else you like to do? So in hindsight, I can speak on that. And now I see it explains why he did not, you know, because you're too consumed with trying to manipulate. You are a master manipulator. So that's what they they'll do. You know, certain ones, and at least the one that I was with, you're going to basically take the time. That's what a narcissist will do. They have to take the time to study you. They got to take this time. They got to take the time to work on manipulating you, trying to stay ahead of you, trying to compete with you, especially when you start calling them out. They got to do all of that kind of stuff. And if they're love bombing you, they got to keep that up, trying to make sure they keep your attention before that mass slips. And then when they're devaluing you, then if they feel like you're about to leave or something like that, or you're figuring them out, you know, they're working on that next supply. They're probably doing that anyway, working on the next supply. So even while they're seeing you, they're seeing somebody else. When will they have time to have a hobby or any kind of interest? Because their interest is tearing you down. That's the interest. How can I manipulate you? How can I hurt you? How can I backstab you? How can I talk about you? How can I triangulate you? How can I gaslight you? Like all of those toxic things takes time and it consumes your energy. So when will they have time to have any other hobby, any other interests other than that? So to me, that's my answer to the person who had that question. When you come across my video, I used to type my answers in core, but now I speak about them on my podcast because other people might have them as well. So if you're interested in finding out, okay, does a narcissist have hobbies and other interests and what's their passion? I used to ask that too. Are you passionate about anything? Because I wasn't seeing anything. And it's like, well, you know, I never thought about that. Never thought about it. You know, you don't have any kind of passion, anything you like giving back to someone. And I used to encourage him like, you know, some of the things you've gone through, um, you can help somebody else out. You know, are you passionate about that? Are you passionate about being a mentor? Used to like, you used to play football. You know, you love it so much. Why don't you become a coach or help somebody out? Like, what are you passionate about so I can try to support you in your in, in that area? Just as you so-called support me. But all along, his supporting me was just a, still a part of the, the love bombing phase. That's what that was. You know, and love bombing doesn't have to be one time. It's like the love bomb, the devalue. Discard to me is when you're still, even if you're still living in the same house and they pretty much kind of checked out while you're still there, probably giving you the silent treatment, not talking to you, acting like you don't even exist, and you're both living under one roof. Time out for that nonsense. Anybody got time? That's when I would check out and leave. But then I felt guilty, so I would come back, or he would come back to, to me, and we would get back together over and over and over again until I just went no contact after the final draw for me because I started doing the research and things just began to make sense. And then I had to come to reality to be like, well, Okay, on top of the drinking, because it was a lot, a lot of line with that. Oh, I'm a stop. I'm not and getting wasted and all of that. Not on my watch. I'm not dealing with that. I don't know about nobody else. That was enough for me. And add the personality disorder to that where 
you have no regards, you don't care about the dysfunction that it's causing and anything like that, man, don't have time for that. Didn't have time for that. It was enough for me. I began to take the energy from that person and put it back on myself. And you can do the same. You can do the same. So, you know, when you're wondering if you, if you have someone in your life and you don't see anything that they're interested in, that's a red flag. They're not interested in, you know, nothing. They can literally can just sit home and TV is their, their interest. You don't have anything outside. I mean, we all like to watch a TV show here and there. We like to watch movies here and there. But when that's all you can do, literally. And of course, his other one was the bottle, you know, let me just drink all the time. So he would go out with me and, and have a nice time. But again, with the drinking or he could easily get mad or he might accuse me of looking at somebody or somebody was looking at me. It was just just a bad experience just to even go out because you don't know what you're going to have to face. And it's like, okay, if you can have that good moment where you're not getting the solid treatment or he's not mad about something that you don't know he's mad about because they'll do that too. You know, you sitting up there wondering like, why aren't you talking and what happened? It can be like at any given moment that the personality could literally change. And then again, he may have did it because, okay, let me get a reason, have a reason to just drink. And then he would turn around. Oh, I don't need a reason to drink. If I'm a drink, I'm a drink. Like he started to just get disrespectful again. That's when I checked out. So I say to you again, and from my experience and my opinion as well, no, that they really don't have true hobbies, passion, or interest because again, they're too interested in what you're doing. Everything is about what you're doing so they can blame you, they can discard you, they can hoover you back in, they can gaslight you, they can manipulate you. They can uh, disrespect you. Like all of that stuff takes so much time, again, for them to focus on anything else. So that's the personality of a narcissist. That's why it's a very difficult personality to engage with because of the emptiness that they have inside, the lack of empathy that they have inside. You know, if they show empathy, it is for their own gain. They're so selfish. Everything about them is for them. So even if they look like they're doing something for you, it's still going to, the end result is what can they get out of it? What's in it for them? That's all they care about because they're so selfish and empty, which is why they project those emotions or that, that emptiness back onto you. So that's it for me today, guys. Your girl, Rachel Real is out. I just wanted to stop by again to give you some encouragement to enlighten you, to motivate you, that what you're feeling is very real. You ain't crazy. You know, trust your gut, trust your instinct, gain as much knowledge as you possibly can. Do not try to get dirty with these, uh, with these types of people who have these personalities, you know, because you're just not going to win. You are not going to win. So put that energy back into you. And Lord knows if you have children, focus on your kids, give them that energy. Don't even worry about, do, does a narcissist have passion and interests and hobbies and things like that? Because guess what? Even those who might show that, it's still going to be about them. But trust me, they're too worried about what you're doing. So mine didn't have a real interest, again, other than football, 
and Netflix, no offense to Netflix, and watching a lot of movies and things like that because he literally would study these personalities. And I began to see him portray some of these characters in these shows. So, you know, that's my spin on that question for today. Your girl Rachel Rill is out. Peace and blessings to you. Bye.